Well, hey there. Welcome to another edition of The Journey of Hope. Glad you could be with us today. The Journey of Hope is a podcast that's especially designed to address the issues that men and women face after incarceration. Sandra Kornblatt is our guest today. Sandra's going to talk to us about fighting with bouts of insomnia. And all of us out there going through the reintegration process, trying to get our stuff together. Um, I don't know, man. It gives me some sleepless nights. And she's going to show us how to deal with that. Uh, we're going to talk to Sandra right after this. I'm Rodney Mathers, and you're on the journey. You know, I really like to hear from you. You can always catch me at MathersRodney at Yahoo.com. Got an idea for a show or maybe um, a guest that you think would be good on the show? Let me know. It's MathersRodney at Yahoo.com. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back. My guest today is Sandra Kornblatt. Sandra, am I saying your last name correctly? Kornblatt, is that right? Kornblatt, you got it right. Okay. We're going to be talking today about sleep. And Sandra is the author of, I think it's four books on things like brain functioning and uh, personal energy. And, oh, she's got a book called Restful Insomnia. And that's really what I'm interested in today. And we're going to talk her about how to get some rest when we've got like some anxiety and stuff going on you know those sleepless nights but we're gonna we're gonna talk to Sandra about that Sandra welcome to the journey of hope I'm so glad to be here thank you and you got everything right oh good because I usually don't uh, <laughs> tell us why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and so we can see where you're coming from sure so uh, I am a coach, personal coach and sleep coach, um, and I, about 20 years ago, I developed a program <clears throat> that helped me when I was struggling with chronic insomnia find a way, by surprise actually, to move into deep rest. And I found that deep rest, when I couldn't sleep, did some amazing things. It helped me renew for the next day, so I had two young kids at the time, and I was a much better mom when I had rested because I was awake in the middle of the night. So <laughs> if I course. rested, it was better. And then I also found out that deep rest welcomes sleep, but only when I wasn't chasing it. Mm -hmm. So I created, you know, looked at all the obstacles to rest because it sounds easy, but it isn't, and created the program and helped people with that and with bigger issues that um, I guess are bigger than insomnia. What I'm well. a little confused about is when th this technique that you use are you asleep or not? You're not asleep. So you know that feeling before you fall asleep mm -hmm. when you don't really have that sense. You kind of know you're around, awake, kind of, but it mm -hmm. doesn't really matter. You know you're in mm -hmm. bed, but it doesn't matter. You might have thoughts, but they don't matter. 
emotions don't matter. You know, you're just in that sort of limbo space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is actually the first step of sleep, and it also is what I call deep rest. Okay. Um, so it's not quite as wonderful as sleep, but mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Well, we've all heard about, like, the different stages of sleep, like REM. We've all heard that term. And so, I mean, do you have to get, like, that REM-type sleep where, you know, you I don't know. Do you have to have that in order to function the next day? So I, I guess what you're saying is you don't, right? Well, one of my least favorite words is should and have to. So everybody is different. I think that they know that the body functions better when you can let go. Um, and that's wonderful. And the struggle to try to let go is a struggle and it's going to keep you from letting go. So what I'm saying is that if you can't sleep, struggling to sleep will keep you awake, but you can allow yourself to move into deep rest and let your body do what it needs to do without like monitoring your, your Fitbit or your clock or whatever and finding out if you sort of met the, the statistical requirements, you know, and I think everybody's different as well. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And you know, we've always had these people, I wanted to ask you about this. There's always these people that, that seem to, um, like my wife is like this. She can sleep no matter what's going on in the world. You know, she can, you know, she can sleep and me, nah, you know, there's little bitty things will ruminate and keep me awake. That, that may be a whole different Mm -hmm. topic. (laughs) I don't know, but it's actually not. Okay. It's actually not. I mean, the mind, the mind is a huge obstacle for deep rest and sleep. Mm. Um, we live in a culture that's really, really mind based and minds are wonderful. They help us get through the world and make decisions and solve problems. But I think that the mind is a little narcissistic and can be a little bit of a bully. <laughs> it's yeah. You have, <laughs> this ability to know from your heart or from your body. And sometimes you have to have a relationship with the mind that says, thank you enough for now. Um, And it takes some tools and ability to do that differently, but that's a key piece in terms of the mind thinking, I have a problem to solve. Great. And let me find another one to solve. And you're like, I don't want to do this. And the mind's like, ah, who cares? You know, it's like, I'm right. busy. Leave me alone. Right. And we're going to talk, I'm going to ask you in a second about some specific techniques to, to do this. But, um, so, I mean, we can make it with this deep rest that you're talking about in terms of functioning and, uh, making good decisions and being on top of our game and so forth. If we do this, right. Okay. So what, Deep rest does is that it helps your emotions and your mind and your body function better. It's not quite as good as deep sleep um, as, you know, as the REM. But if you have the, if you're stuck between not sleeping and, um, and being awake and, and uh, you can't get there, deep rest is like, you know, it, it may not be a gourmet meal, but it's like it's going to McDonald's or something. You're getting is it, many things that you Sandra, need, Sandra, and is it, it'll help you sleep. Okay. It, well, is it a replacement for sleep? <sighs> See, and this is an all-or-nothing thing. It is not a complete replacement for sleep. Mm-hmm. It is a really good replacement for insomnia. 
Got it. Okay. So I think that's the best way to put it. And you know? and we've all um, experienced and it, and, we've all experienced bouts of insomnia, I think. And you know, it seems most people have. It well, it seems to kind of rear its head because of things that we're going through, and that's when we need to be at our sharpest. What about like I'm curious what you think about like sleep aids, like you know, like a sleeping pill. Is that an alternative or what, what are your thoughts on that? So, um, I, I don't, I think that some people can use them. Like, you know, clients come to me and, you know, they like to have a stash in their, in their medicine cabinet just in case. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not, I, again, I'm not a big should person. However, sleep aids oftentimes don't give your mind and your body the same value that sleep does. It turns you off. So you're not like thinking and upset, but it's not renewing your body in the same way. They also, even over-the-counter medications, like things with Benadryl in them or sleep aids, Mm -hmm. they increase your chances of getting Alzheimer's. Um, And even CBD, um, there's been some questions about what that does in terms of your brain function and sleep. So I just think that it's worth making a conscious choice about it and knowing Mm -hmm. that... knowing that there's some risks, you know, as well as mm-hmm. that sense of okay. it's like I'm tired of fighting. Let's, I just want to go to sleep. Let's let's um let's get specific about some technique here. So you're you're struggling with insomnia. How do you help people to to um to get this kind of rest during a period like that? What mm-hmm. do you tell them to do? Yeah. So we I go through what I call the seven pathways to sleep. So we look at what your relationship is, first of all, to sleep and rest. Because if you're really held on to the idea that sleep is the only way, we need to understand the value of rest. And then you look at your relationship to the environment. I'm not saying you can sleep through a car alarm going off, but you know, if there's a small noise, you can stop being so hyper vigilant mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. We talk about your relationship to your body, because oftentimes people think of their bodies as a servant for their mind and they just give them minimum wage, but really how can you in, be in your body, your relationship with your mind, which we were talking about before, your relationship with emotions, a bigger picture, your sense of self. And, and over time when we work, it's the, the, you know, it's like nine or 10 sessions that the sense of rest deepens over time and people have a variety of tools to be able to move into rest because many of these tools work, but, Insomnia is not the same every night. So sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, your body might be bugging you and you need a tool to focus on that or your mind might be, you know, planning, you know, how to take over the world. And, you know, it's like, well, okay, let's put that aside for now. So um, people have a variety of tools and then they are mm-hmm. able to have a relationship with the night where they don't hate it. Could you they tell don't go us, to bed waiting to struggle. Could you tell us, uh, you know, what some of those tools might be just generally? Sure, sure. Um, so let's talk about the mind. Um, what happens is when your mind starts going, um, it likes to create problems to solve because it loves doing that. It's sort of like playing a computer game. You don't want to stop. Your mind is like that a little bit. So there's some really good ways to be kind to the mind, and one of them is give your mind a complicated problem to solve that's not personal. Because when you're solving a personal problem, 
your body gets anxious, your um, emotions get invested. And so it's basically putting your mind into timeout. It's more complicated than counting sheep. Um, and um, I like to encourage people to find problems that, um, that also soothe them. So one very simple one is to come up with, go through the alphabet and come up with the name of um, every kind of tree or plant you like, mostly because trees and plants in nature tend to soothe us. Mm -hmm. If you're really into cars, go to cars or celebrities. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so that's a very simple one. Another one is to walk around the block in your mind's eye, um, you know, to connect with that with your body. Um, and then we talk about other things you can do as well that um, are like rewinding the movie in your mind so that you're not continually replaying this same scenario over and over again. So there's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Just a um, couple. You know, I've, I don't know, it comes up in conversation sometimes. It seems like a lot of people have a problem with just, you know, like focusing on this one thing, maybe something that happened during the day and, you know, continuing to play it over and over. And, uh, next thing you know, it's three thirty in the morning, you know? Yep. yep. And so, yep. yeah. Yep. No, I got that one. And you know, arguments, I've had plenty of arguments with my sister over and over again. If I just said this, she'd be better, but that's a good one to imagine that. Well, we can do it right now. If you take a breath and settle in your body, and imagine that you're in a lovely personal movie theater with a remote control in your hand. And you're seeing this scenario playing out. You can just see your sister or whoever it is. And you have a rewind button. So it goes backwards. And you can see how that feels in your body. Or you can turn your sister or whoever it is into a cartoon character. You know, and you imagine the movie is a cartoon. Or you imagine a superhero coming in and going zap, zap, zap. And then you can imagine yourself taking a breath and leaving the movie theater and going to your favorite place and just relaxing. Okay. So you can start to have I'm going to try that over the I, thoughts that are in your head. I'm going to try that tonight. Listen, I'm retired. So, you know, like I usually fall asleep at some weird, strange hour watching a movie on my phone. So. I think, I mean, but I don't have a reason to have to get get up and go to work in the morning. So do you tell your clients, uh, I know you talk about rituals and creating like a night nest, I think is the term you use. Do yeah. you tell your clients, yeah. you know, get away from the, you know, put your phone away, um, turn the lights out. What do you, What do you mean by the rituals and that sort of thing? Well, we're trying to make we're trying to make a transition the way we are when we're connected to nature. When the sun goes down, you know, if we didn't have phones and lights, we'd be like, okay, time for sleep. And we have to create it ourselves. We have such a overloaded world. Um, we need to do a little bit of that. And yes, ideally, it would be lovely to put the phone aside. I know that I struggle with that sometimes, um, and um, so I'm, you know. I honor the fact that the phone is very powerful for our mind and for distraction and for uh, momentary release. So, you know, I suggest people experiment with it as if they're going to train somebody else on how to rest. Mm -hmm. So it could be putting your phone on black and white, you know, early on so it's less engaging. 
Um, it could be um, making sure you put your phone to bed in a different room if you do that, although I love the alarm clock on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be just doing something like walking outside for a minute and remembering you have a body or noticing giving your face a little massage when you wash it so you remember again that it's not just about doing, it's about being and finding ways that you can just be with yourself more and more as you make the transition to bed. And that will help you be with yourself when it's time to let go. You mentioned uh, going outside. Is is uh, exercise and nutrition, is that something you talk about? Is that a, a component of this, Sandra? Yeah, it is. And it's a really good question. I mean, there's been, there's, there's serious, there's studies that have shown that when you exercise, especially before six or seven o'clock in the evening, you have much better chance of falling asleep. Um, you need to cool your body down before you go to sleep. But moving is amazing for your microbiome, for your emotions, for your brain, for everything. So if you can do that, I encourage you to do that. Caffeine can keep you up even if you fall asleep right away. It can wake you up a couple hours later. So, you know, again, experiment with yourself and see Mm -hmm. what your responses are if you have a lot of caffeine in your life. Cut the Um, coffee off at noon. (laughs) Yeah. You do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, yep, I try to. Yep. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, this yeah. is some very interesting And being nice stuff. to yourself. Be yeah. nice to yourself. Yeah. Being nice to yourself. Yep. Yep. I mean, we can't do all this stuff perfectly, but we can move forward in the smallest steps. Mm-hmm. And then we feel like we're making progress. You eventually got past the insomnia, right? I got past the chronic insomnia. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Do you, um, do you think still, that most people do, or is it usually temporary, or is this something that people, some people just live with? You know, there's so many reasons that people have issues with sleep, so there's not, like, one answer. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was some medications that were uh, at first making me sleepy that later on didn't, mm-hmm. um, and I still sometimes have insomnia. I mean, presidential election or... Uh, you know, mm-hmm. anything in the news in the past six right. months is enough to keep you up at night. Right. Um, and so um, so I have used my tools so insomnia doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm moving into a phase where falling asleep is a little... So just real quickly, we're, we're, we're running out of time here, Sandra, but just real quickly, I wanted to ask you, how Sorry. does somebody get to where you're at in terms of this kind of study and this kind of interest. I know you had a bout with insomnia, but, um, and it's something that you, that you deal with. How did you get to a point that you wanted to write about it and to tell people about the techniques and so forth? How, how did you get there? Um, I love to write and that helped me with insomnia because I got mm-hmm. to be curious for other <laughs> Cathartic. people. Um, and um, I ended up writing some books on energy boosters, and right. they wanted me to write another one. And I said, can I write one on insomnia? Um, because I knew it would help people. This, this world is very much on off, and nobody really understood the transition that can happen to help you at night. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, I like to be a know-it-all, and I like to, you know, I like to help people. So, um, so Sandra, that's, that's I, where it came out for me. I wish we had some more time to talk about this. This is very interesting stuff. How do people find you and your books and, and that sort of thing? 
The easiest place is restfulinsomnia.com. It has everything there about the work that I do, my books, uh, and ways to contact Okay, Sandra Kornblatt. We're going to put a link up for her. I'm so happy to talk to you. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Come back again. And we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back after this. I'm Rodney Mathers, and you're on The Journey. Hey, let me know how you're doing. That's MathersRodney at Yahoo.com, M-A-T-H-E-R-S-R-O-D-N-E-Y at Yahoo.com. Sandra Kornblatt and remind you that if God is for you, who can be against you? We'll see you next time right here on The Journey of Hope.